You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska Baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Um, I don't think so. And, you know, if there is, if that starts to creep into my mind, I need to work on getting that out because I, I want to keep preparing the same way I have been the last couple weeks. Um, I want to prepare like, just like I have been the last two, three years. Like, I want my shot. You know, I want my opportunity. Um, so if I get lackadaisical on a Tuesday because I feel like oh, I need to protect myself for Saturday, um, you know, I think I'm doing a really big disservice to my team. We are wrapping up the show here on a Wednesday on Herd at Sports Radio. Before we get to our friend Avery Howard, I want to tell you about our friends over at Alumni Hall. Alumni Hall is the go-to place for Husker fans to get all of their gear. Anything you want from gear to accessories or gifts or tailgating needs, Alumni Hall has you covered. Of course, you can earn cash back with their Hall Pass rewards. Two great locations in Lincoln, P Street, Downtown, and South Point Pavilion, or anytime at alumnihall.com. Alumni Hall, where Husker fans shop. Now, we're joined on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline by our friend Avery Howard of Herdat Sports. Avery, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are you guys? What we up, AH? Are doing great. I've been asking everybody this week what they have been doing with their bye week, but I know what you were doing. You were out of UNO hockey. No, she was watching the GBR Rewind series. Well, that too. <laughs> How was the opening weekend for Omaha hockey? You know, it was good. It was really exciting and fun to be back. Um, it was a good weekend, obviously. Omaha goes 2 and 0, which was great. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I, I think Andrew can share the sentiment, but those games are pretty enjoyable for us and we get to have a good time so yeah it was fun i'm happy we're back yeah that mc over there is pretty dang good at his job (laughs) i heard he's kind of annoying i don't know oh really (laughs) good good uh avery i want to touch on the other point that i kind of joked about but kind of not that you did during your bye week but talk about the gbr rewind series what have been the highlights for you because i know you went nuts over the first one that they were like the what 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 was the first series even called i can't even remember a look in a look in a look in yeah yeah Yeah, well i'm um 
Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. So I was just going to say, like, I know this was right up your alley. Yeah, I'm like a huge Netflix sports documentary girl through and through. I will watch them all. And so um, this is giving me such, like, last chance you QB1 vibes a little bit, mm-hmm. but just like Nebraska version. And I, like, I'm, I love the editing style. I just – everything behind the scenes of it, like, is fascinating to me. But to absolutely see – what's happening inside this program when it feels like we've heard so many good things despite maybe all the results it feels like we're getting a true look at like this is exactly what we've heard or this is exactly what we've like heard about or this is a a dynamic we've heard and just I think the biggest thing is like this team is having so much fun behind closed doors like we see it to a certain extent on the field and you can tell there's a different sense of camaraderie but to watch them like in a locker room after a game we're just at any time like they just seem to have like a close tight-knit chemistry that we've heard about but like to truly see it and to see it on like an authentic level has definitely been my favorite part yeah Avery we heard Marcus Satterfield yesterday talk about how it's just such a enjoyable group to be around just yeah. because of the way they respond to not just coaching but to each other we've seen it a lot with the kind of dynamic between Jeff Sims and Heinrich Harburg. I know you've been on, uh, obviously, teams at the college level and kind of throughout your whole life. I think people assume that it's supposed to be like that, but a lot of times it's not, right? Like, we, that's, it's more unusual yeah. than we give it credit for. Yeah I, yeah, I would agree with that. I think a lot of coaches want to achieve that, um, but I don't know if many are achieving it at such a level that coach rule is right now. I mean, and obviously we're kind of biased just because we're only really getting this, you know, side of things and we haven't been thrown into other programs kind of like this. Um, but from what it sounds like, even from coaches that have experienced other places, like a bye week has never been like this for Marcus Satterfield or just he's ne- like Tony White is like, I've never seen a coach connect eye to eye with such players. Like, just, I think you, it's a great point you make that I think a lot of people like want to assume that you're around each other that much and that's what team chemistry should be like and that's how the coaches do operate off the field. But it takes a lot of extra time and effort away from film and practice to kind of put in that extra inch and I think they do it in a really, um, just a really effective way. I think Coach Rules always said it, like I try to meet them where they are um, and so I think it's clearly paid off. Um, and I think, I, I've said this I feel like a few times, but over time, like, when you heal the inside, I think the outside will start to be noticeable. Avery, I know that um, – well, no, I'm, I'm going to save this question. I'm going to go to this one instead, like, I, like everyone <laughs> knows what I'm about to do. Uh, we did some accolades earlier on in the show for college football, and I, I kind of want to turn it the direction of Nebraska now. As You know, we're halfway through the season, right? And so I'm curious to you, if you were handing out a superlative for MVP of the first half, who or what group would receive that accolade? Um, on Nebraska? Like personally? Yeah, on Nebraska. Um, oh, man. Okay. Uh, well, it's going to be defense. <laughs> um, definitely the defensive group. Um, my, my gut, like my instinct, immediately wants to go to Luke Reimer. Um, and I think because you say superlative, I think that's probably why. I think his on-field play has been really impressive. And I told Bravi this earlier. I think Coach Rule and his staff have a really cool connection with these players that they're able to bring the most out of them, where Luke Reimer has always been a name we've known. It's always been a name that we hear as fans, as media on this team. But it just feels like this past year he's taken a huge leap in leadership. And also just like I've, Coach Rule doesn't really talk about it. <laughs> 
many players like he does Luke Reimer. And I think what he said this week also brings up the top of my mind where he's like, Luke is the voice. Like, he isn't a voice. Like, he is the voice. Like, he lets me know that, hey, you know, when he was out, like, the guys already got their message for the day. They already know what, what's going on. So, I think in terms of superlative, the group is defense. And then I think just because who Luke Reimer is really, like, evolved to be this season, I think he's the guy for me so far. Avery, could I make an argument and somewhat convince you that the answer should be Heinrich Harburg because of how yes. Dram- yes. yeah, because I mean it. We you've seen Nebraska football for a really long time. Like it, mm-hmm. we, usually, when the backup quarterback comes in, the season's over, right? Like <laughs> of late, yeah. right? It's been a disaster. So to have a guy like Heinrich Harburg is, I mean, of huge value yes. to the team. Honor, I I would agree with you. I think there's definitely. When you asked that question, my, my mind went to a few people, and he was on one on that list as well. But, yeah, I can, I can agree with that. That's a very valid point. <laughs> um, wanted to ask you about, you know, we were talking about the GBR Rewind, or GBR Ewind, I suppose is how it's actually spelled, <laughs> um, with the, uh, you know, some of the, the footage we saw. But, I mean, just as, as a former athlete, how – how do you feel when you see some of those pregame speeches that Matt Rule gives? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm a long way past my playing days, but there's still part of me that's like, let's go hit somebody, and if we die, we die. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. I was, I, the first time I saw them, I was like, well, at first I was kind of surprised they were going to be in there because at the beginning of the year, Coach Rule was like, we usually won't show anything from inside the locker room like, we just want to go play loud. But I don't think he's saying anything that's, like, obviously controversial. And, like, holy cow, is he, like, a preacher's son, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the way he, like, fluctuates and, like, goes really aggressive and then kind of calms down, it's like, holy cow, like, I'm okay, I'm engaged. Like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm locked in. But, um, no, I love it. And I think, like, to see all of it and just see, like, how the guys react to it, like, you can just tell there's a different kind of bond with him and the players, like, he says things and the players are responding. Like, they're having a good time. Like, there's a mix of, like, respect, but also, like, a friendship, it feels like. And also, I didn't get to mention this earlier, but I feel like the really cool piece, and I don't know if you guys have already spoken about this today, I think you have, but Coach Sat talked about how great of a teammate and leader Jeff mm-hmm. has been. Like, he's seen it visually in these videos. Like, visually, he's having a good time. He's still giving pregame speeches or postgame speeches, like, he was the first guy to speak up after the Colorado game. Like, just little things like that, I think um, I also enjoy getting a little glimpse of. And rightfully so, like, none of us actually need to see this. Like, right? Like, this could all stay to them. Yeah. So, I think to have that insight and, like, to truly have evidence of everything that we're hearing on a week-to-week basis is pretty cool. I want to kind of change gears here, Avery, just uh, quickly before we let you go and, and talk about the impact of women's sports after the world record setting volleyball match in Memorial Stadium and the trickle down effect that it has sparked across the nation. Do you think women's sports was in need of events like the volleyball day and what took place at Kinnick mm-hmm. this past weekend? to showcase the popularity for the growth purposes? Or do you think that popularity was already there and people across the country just needed a reminder? I kind of think you're second a little bit. Like, I think, um, I don't think we needed it, but I think it, um, I think it was there before, but I think it just proves on a grander scale, like what's already living. Um, I, I mean, obviously it's hard to see how much support there is for other sporting programs that aren't Iowa basketball or Nebraska volleyball. Everyone knows the support's there, right? But to see 
how far it can go outside the parameters physically of a Bob Devaney or, you know, where Iowa plays their women's basketball games. Like, I think there is a tremendous, tremendous uptick in women's sports, but I do definitely think that, you know, Nebraska doing what they did, it all of a sudden challenges a lot of people, right? Like, wow, like, we actually have a great fan base, but what happens if we kind of, like, open the floodgates and don't limit it just to the physical barriers that we play in and we can really prove to everyone um, you know, just what that looks like. So I wouldn't say we needed it as women's sports, but I'm not going to say it didn't obviously um, catapult into a different dimension that it seems to be. Like, you know, I put the clip up of Coach Cook yesterday, and he was like, at Michigan, at Michigan State, everywhere they're playing right now, even across the state of Nebraska, the attendance is kind of off the charts, which mm-hmm. is obviously exciting to see. Avery Howard of Herd at Killer work. Avery, great job as always, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Avery. Have a good trip to uh, Chicago.